0: Uh, I don't know if this will do.
1: Well, uh, let me see if I have something here. It's just some jewelry. That
0: sounds like a woman mm. out on the prowl for a one-night stand.
1: I'd like some penis. <laughs> Going to the bar. How did they meet? They, they went, met at a bar. They met at a tavern. <laughs> yeah, Enthusiasm equals dickish. <laughs> <laughs> From the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Sunset Park, a potty training mom drowned her toddler daughter over an errant tinkle. Did she go too far? Bay Ridge, animals are turning up dead and a community leader is turning up his involvement. In court, the murder trial of a tranny loving bigot in the West Village shooting of a gay stranger. They called it a hate crime. But what this killer hated most of all was himself and gays.
0: This is Amy Shanker asking you to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and encouraging you to watch on the network whose name means truth. An exciting new way to experience Crime Report with Pat Dixon. For details, go to crimereport.nyc. And now, Pat Dixon.
1: A 24-year-old mom, a toddler drowner, Lynn Lee disciplined her two-year-old daughter by making her stand up facing a wall for several hours and when she discovered that she'd urinated on herself, submerged her in the tub. A short time later, she noticed the air bubbles and stops. Well, that's how you know she's cleaned. <laughs> Amy Shanker is here with me today. Hey, Amy. Hello. You're from Chicago. I am. You're a teacher. I was. A former teacher. And I love to hear the stories of people who started doing something like teach uh, like teaching and then got out of it because it was just, just a horrible way to make a living
0: <laughs> then I'm that person
1: you hate kids?
0: I don't hate kids I hate the um, administrative side like the politics of of teaching
1: oh yeah running every year for, for a teacher to try to get your teaching job back you have to like get, get a lot of uh, support and shit like that I mean how does that work?
0: Just with the cuts with funding it's a a lot of teachers fight for their job, yeah, for sure, every year.
1: Wow. Uh, and and when you say that, uh, wait a second, wait. Once you have a job as a teacher, it's impossible to lose.
0: You know, a lot of people think that. It's not because you have to, um, the principals have to make cuts due to funding. And so if they're, if your job is on the line because they already have too many of one teacher, one type of teacher, then they're
1: out the door. What you mean is like your your job is not protected against it being completely unnecessary
0: what <laughs>
1: <laughs> like like they can't like force the school to keep you if they don't like like if they go well we only need this many teachers uh, who, who teach this grade Why? why would we have you know more than we need right so
0: i think principals kind of they move money around and make sure that they can keep a teacher if they want uh-huh. but if they want to get rid of you it's pretty easy
1: it's all a popularity contest when you get right down to it isn't it yeah yeah well, I can see why, uh, you know, that kind of a situation would be stressful. They keep them in a rubber room here. Do they have a rubber room in Chicago?
0: Kind of, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. If you don't know what a rubber room is, and you're listening, it's somebody. It's a place where they take teachers that they can't fire, but they can't let them around the kid. They're so sexually charged they can't keep them with children, <laughs> so they make them sit in a rubber room, which is very funny. It's what rubber room. It's like a contraceptive device, right, around errant sexual teachers, and. And yeah. so, did, so I don't know.
0: I don't know that they're all sexual.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, but not all of them. It's not. It's not required that it be a sexual thing that got you in there. But like, uh, I think that's the the majority of it, right? What What else is there that would get you thrown into the rubber room? Drugs. <laughs> <laughs> they still can't
0: fire you if you're on drugs. It depends. I think it depends on the drug. No, if it's like you know prescription.
1: Uh, this baby's dad rushed in to give the girl mouth to mouth. was Unsuccessful. That's what it took to get your attention, Dad. <laughs> yeah.
0: And they have a boy.
1: They they have a boy, uh, and uh, I guess he's yeah, He made it through this potty training no problem. Mm-hmm. A, a tough. It's a tough regiment. It's a tough thing that she. It's a tough system that the mother has. If you fuck up, you get drowned in a tub. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so just to review, twenty-four year old mom, toddler drowner, Lindley. She was uh, disciplining her two-year-old daughter, making her stand up facing a wall for several hours. Now that's already abusive. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like you like- should never make a woman a, a kid face a wall for more than two hours. I mean, how long? How long is too long? How long facing a wall?
0: For a toddler, yeah, like a two-year-old, probably yeah. like five minutes. What their attention span is zero.
1: Uh so anything longer than zero is already punishment enough.
0: Yeah, they're gonna forget why why they're standing. When
1: she discovered that she urinated on herself, and she submerged her in the tub, which it's not really a bad reaction to have. I mean, if, you know, if it makes gonna, sense. Like to wash. Yeah, get the urine off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh.
0: But then, just like the whole holding her down
1: (laughs) yeah yeah you see well it's just a submerger and then it it, i I don't see held her in there anywhere so i wonder if she just like uh i guess but the kid's not going to just drown on its own
0: yeah i don't think so because they can a two-year-old can sit up i think she was being held down
1: yeah well i mean again it's like sometimes the story is told in the things that are left out maybe they put a rock on it that's a possibility. Uh, but the kid is now dead, and uh, the woman is charged with murder in the second degree. Manslaughter also, she's charged with. Well, why is it called manslaughter even when it's a little girl? I think that's sexism <laughs> in the English language. They should call it uh, should call it daughter slaughter. Yeah, we're working on that. Toddler slaughter. Toddler,
0: toddler slaughter.
1: I like daughter slaughter. Uh, Lee's also charged with acting in a manner injurious to a child. Well, I consider that proven. In court, a Manhattan jury rendered a Manhattan verdict in the trial of former accused killer, now convicted murderer, Elliot Morales. Mm. Not just a regular murder, murder as a hate crime in the shooting of a gay stranger. Now, Morales made that classic mistake of representing himself in his own murder trial, which is such a... (laughs) I can see it, you know, like where you go like, oh, you know, I I was speeding, but maybe I can right. get out of it, you know? But for murder, murder? Murder is a complicated thing, especially as a hate crime. Even the judge was like, this is a bad idea. The judges always try to talk him out of it. Right. I
0: don't know why. I think they just let them. If think, you're dumb I, enough to want to do that, then maybe...
1: Probably it's going to like, somebody who doesn't know the rules, it adds a lot of time mm-hmm. to the trial, and I'm sure it's a pain in the ass to keep explaining over and over again. You know, and the judge is like look just he had four attorneys court court appointed attorneys and uh
0: and he and fired all of them
1: he fired all of them and then the judge is like look it's not a good idea to do this and he's like i object <laughs> <laughs> if hearsay yeah <laughs> yeah and, and by the way murder is a hate crime uh, carries a mandatory minimum of 20 years that's five years longer than regular murder if you don't if you just like sort of strongly dislike somebody and murder them uh, Morales owned up to pulling the trigger, so his defense strategy was to prove that he wasn't prejudiced towards homosexuals. Uh, for his first witness, he called to the stand a transsexual he'd had an on-and-off relationship with. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if it pleases the court, I fuck this tranny. <laughs> if it pleases the court, defense would like to point out something in the court's pleasure. No one who hates faggots would ever do this.
0: And that's his word. That's his. Those are his exact words. Yeah, that's a
1: quote from the transcript. <laughs> How could it be possible that the defendant he's speaking in himself a third person right. could hate homos when he had sexual relations on numerous encounters, if it please the court with this person here, who, with all due respect to the witness, attempt uh, to, to, to uh, you know appear feminine <laughs> here. But it's clearly a man. Am I wrong? She's not fooling anybody. <laughs> you sound.
0: Your voice sounds like a cross between Bill Cosby and uh, and, and you see,
1: <laughs> Bill Clinton right now. And you <laughs> fuck the tranny. You see, you got just uh, at this point. I, I'm sure a lot of the jurors just shouted guilty throughout the whole thing. They just involuntarily. Made it took them to, of the over
0: two days to get to their their decision.
1: Well, it wasn't that simple, you know, because uh, he fired in self defense. He said. And when he saw the guy's friend, uh, he said he saw the guy's friend pull out what looked like a black pistol from his pocket. Mm. It is the West Village, you know. I mean, that shit happens.
0: They were fo- he was following him and his friend though down the street.
1: Well, he he uh, had, he was following them down the street, and then he went into a uh, an alley. So let's do it over here. And then I don't know; it, it's a little murky, you know, because uh, I don't know exactly. It sounded as if. They all just kind of met to, to like, settle their differences, whatever they were. Right, right, right. Well, and and it started out a lot earlier, too, because he'd been drinking heavily. He stopped to urinate earlier in the day in front of the Anissa restaurant on Barrow Street. And a restaurant employee chastised him for urinating up front, which he must not have liked because he came back later with his gun drawn, threatened a bartender. In the restaurant. Yes using anti-gay slurs, slurs, slurs. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the court, if it may please the jury, I'd like to take a brief recess of consideration. Would a man who hates homosexuals go down to the West Village and drink uh, in or near gay bars and take out his penis and the potential full view of tons of faggots? <laughs> West Village known as we call it with faggots. Everybody knows it, right? I don't hate him. Uh, (laughs) I just imagine this guy did a great job representing himself. He was shot. uh, The man he shot was a 32-year-old Brooklyn native who worked at a uh, a gelato kiosk in Grand Central Terminal. He was very out. He was very out, very He was so out he was working at a a gelato kiosk. This man's gayer than a gelato kiosk. (laughs) That's an old saying.
0: It's from Italy.
1: And uh, Morales, on the other hand, uh, he was unemployed, didn't even have that gelato kiosk. I mean, mm-hmm. he was broke. He was living on a friend's couch in Queens and, and was ready to sell his gun. His last possession of the lead prosecutor, Shannon Lucy, in her summation, said the defendant was able to shoot Mark Carson over nothing because Mark Carson was nothing to the defendant. Nothing to the defendant, but a subhuman fag.
0: And then he got a <laughs> new home for 20 years. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's like free rent.
0: It's like, did he do it on purpose just to get a roof over his head? He might have.
1: He was used to prison. He served 11 years for a robbery during which three women were bound with duct tape, choked and assaulted with a pipe, which to me sounds considerably more hateful.
0: I think he doesn't. Maybe he just hates everyone.
1: Yeah. I mean, like, but uh, he did say, what are you guys, gay wrestlers? (laughs) 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 but they were wearing singlets and, and helmets and shit. So
0: <laughs> It's such like a high school comment to say before you do something so dramatic.
1: Yeah, that's true, yeah. What do you guys, high school wrestlers? Boom. Fucking faggots, boom. In his testimony, Mr. Morales said that he'd had sexual relations with transgender women. He called one of his longtime partners, as I said, as a witness. Uh, I, Elliot Morales, am not a bigot, he said. I don't hate gays. Well, using the name Jane Smith, the transsexual woman testified from behind a curtain. And isn't it a shame that in this day and age, she feels compelled to appear behind a curtain? Uh, now he he also asks, uh,
0: "What if it was just his mom behind that curtain?"
1: Yeah, <laughs> son. I mean, uh, I mean the lover. defendant. What are you, the attorney now? Which one are you? <laughs> Uh, He's he asked. uh, This is a question that he asked uh, Mr. Morales as his own attorney asked this question. In your experience uh, in personal knowledge, do you believe Elliot Morales is a person who hates gays? Yeah, that's what he asked. The pre-op transsexual. If a pre-op transsexual is just a dude in a dress, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, who does uh, this? uh, By the way, who does HIV testing in a clinic that caters to the LGBT community, which is like, I'm gonna find the gayest person I know, put him on the stand, and and get him to say I'm not fucking a bigot. Absolutely not, she answered. But uh, Ms. Lucy noted that he never took transgender women he slept with on dates or walked in public with them. Mm. Well, so 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 he's not into like a regular guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That I might be honest. He's trying to hit it, and
1: he's not trying to get married (laughs) or nothing. Jesus Christ! I
0: think he was just super uncomfortable with his sexuality. Well, and in the end, out.
1: he hated himself. Yeah.
0: And now. <laughs> the hate crime was jail. against
1: himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was tackled by an officer. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and that's the end. Yeah. got yeah, She says that he has a lot of self loathing issues that came out when, when he saw Mark Carson and Danny Robinson being who they are, working at gelato kiosks and looking like gay wrestlers. And, it's too bad somebody had to die just to put this guy away. Mm-hmm. Uh, that guy was a walking menace with a 38. Uh, detectives are investigating a pole dancer's claim. She was raped on a Thursday night by a customer at a Midtown strip club. Now, never wanted to blame the victim, but what was she wearing? Well, the pole. <laughs> heels, just heels. She was only wearing heels. The 22-year-old victim was naked for an extended period, rubbing her pussy against a guy's crotch. You know, I always doubt the she-wanted-it defense, but...
0: But I don't think it was it that It looks guy. like she wanted it. I think his friend walked in, wasn't What's the
1: difference? Him, some friend. <laughs> she wanted it. Cock. Vivid wow. Cabaret on West 35th near 6th Avenue. 22-year-old victim giving the customer a lap dance when a friend of the man entered their private room and raped her at about 8 p.m. And that cost extra. Much. And if you do not pay that, really, I mean, like what if if, if if you do it, she's willing to do it for money, not willing to do it not for money, and then you just mm-hmm. do it and don't have the money. Well, is that theft of services or is that
0: rape? I think if you don't have the consent, it's, it's stealing and rape. Oh,
1: wow. Well, she's- It's a double- I hope he represents himself. <laughs> uh, they don't know who he is. A manager at the dance club called police. A victim was taken to Bellevue Hospital. She's 22. What are the chances she was just trying to get out of work for the night?
0: You think she was just tired? Like, yeah. Or I like got... a millennial?
1: Yeah, exactly. A tired millennial who's just like, I gotta fucking get out of this shift. I... That guy raped me. Can I go home? <laughs> you know, it was uh, 8 p.m. too.
0: Yeah, early. Only, only 8
1: p.m. Because if she didn't got to work, got to work, it's really sad. Because for the rest of the night, every guy who got a lab dance really didn't get his money's worth.
0: Mm-mm. He and got that. He
1: got that. I'm about to get raped. Lab dance, looking over her I shoulder. I just did. No yeah, focus. that's
0: what. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think that you should have to work the same night that you get raped. At I, I know work.
1: that. I know. I definitely agree. If I pay forty dollars for a lab dance, I don't want her crying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't mind her getting my pants leg wet, but be not crying my collar. Anyway, you know?
0: the whole time.
1: Oh, yeah. well, oh! You mean even if you hadn't just been raped? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm tell you, it's a line of work that not everybody's cut out for. I'm not cut out for it. You don't I think, think so? I uh,
0: know. I think I would be really bad at it. I admire. Uh, first of all, I can't dance that well, and so I think that would be. It would just be more embarrassment than anything.
1: Well, yeah, the dancing is really. I mean, that is just secondary, third dairy, mm. fourth dairy, really. You just have to have rhythm. Do you have rhythm? Yeah. Well, then, then that's all you have to have. But I like think that, like you not just see them standing there. A lot of times they're just standing there. I mean, there's there's dancers and, just and then there's like dancers. Swaying. Yeah, they just stand there and they sway. I saw an amazing
0: video of a girl dancing on a pole the other day, and it was insane.
1: Yeah, tell me about it. She
0: was like upside down, and then her body was arched in a way that it was going. Her butt was like facing away from the pole. Is this making sense? And then she was like walking, it looked like she was like walking downstairs, how she was like arching her back.
1: Sounds more like a, like a, it was, like a Buster Keaton routine it or something. It was like Cirque du Soleil. You know, that's amazing the difference in the way a man and a woman will describe a, an awesome pole <laughs> dance. You know, cause a guy would never say, it was like Cirque du Soleil, <laughs> except as a punchline to a long description about her pussy, you know? It's funny because like women ruined pole dancing.
0: Why? We're the ones that
1: do it. You ruined it because you can't stand there being something that men enjoy. So, and I say you collectively, not Mm -hmm. you personally. I don't think you personally had anything to do with it. But um, they did it out of, uh, they have the ability to do it. All they got to do is start to, it's like they did with football, Just start enjoying it. Just try to get into it. I think men should pole dance. The way that women uh, got into it was by observing things like what you just did the athleticism and the oh, the skill the talent and then like like i, I, I there was a there's a, a show called Stick a Pole in it oh, which yeah? is comedy and pole dancing and 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 I, the person who created it is like a cancer survivor or something so women come out and cheer and they all have and whenever the woman would do something kind of sexy like woo <laughs> and they had the same woo all of them yeah we How all do have the 90 same women woo? have the same Woo! And know exactly when to do it, and you cannot. A man can't watch that show. He can't be at that show and enjoy it, because it's like you're. We ruin it. You go. That's beautiful. <laughs> They'll say shit like that. Because
0: when the men yell stuff out, it's not as fun. We don't yell They'll, shit out though. They're like, "Show me your tits."
1: They already got their tits out if they're out. So <laughs> <Again>. they're, they're, <laughs> trust me. But I, we don't. If we're enjoying it, we're not yelling. <laughs> we're just going. Mm. It should be very quiet when something like I'm that's going like, on. i just like
0: anything on a pole. The core, their core strength is very impressive. Core strength.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> we don't admire strength. I want to see <laughs> weakness, and neediness, and not only that. There's nothing that kills a boner like woo. <laughs> that is, it's impossible. Right, well, this uh, this next story happens in a different sort of a place. It happens in violent Brooklyn. A 60 year old woman was attacked by a one night stand who robbed her at knife point, cut her arm, and then ran out of her Brooklyn apartment half naked Saturday. That's right, this woman's 60 years old and still having one night stands.
0: Mm. I think that's amazing.
1: That is the headline that's buried. 37 year old Levon Bekrodzi arrested on robbery and weapons possessions charges following the 7.15 a.m. holdup in which he pulled a knife, stole two rings valued at $500 before running out in his underwear. Yes, you heard that right, he stayed over.
0: He could have just stolen the rings and left. He didn't need to do all that. You know, I doubt she would have noticed.
1: Well, oh, you mean just like,
0: well, he wanted cash. Oh, she didn't have any she cash. she didn't have any, right. She's like, I have these rings. <laughs> That is a woman in Brooklyn. Yeah, (laughs) typical voice.
1: Well, the sixty-year-old lady. Uh, Oh, yes. (laughs) Uh, Yo, I have these rings. Do you think I have these motherfuckers?
0: Uh, I don't know if this will do.
1: Well, uh, let me see if I have something here. Just some jewelry. That
0: sounds like a woman mm. out on the prowl for a one-night stand. I'd like some penis.
1: <laughs> I'm going to the bar. How did they meet? They, they met went, at a bar. They met at a tavern. Yeah, he came all the way from New Jersey to bed the much, much older Brooklyn woman in her home on bat Street in Sheepshead Bay. He met grandma at the town cafe bar on uh, East 15th street. And then he stayed the night with granny. And in the morning, pulled a knife, demanded money. She tried to offer him uh, some Confederate money, it says. And then uh, she had some rock candy and some taffy. Like a young boy would like. (laughs) (laughs) And an ensuing struggle, he cut her upper left arm.
0: So this isn't her first time betting a younger a younger man if you she's keeping rock candy and stuff
1: well that's all that's all like an extrapolation on my part mm. that's that's an that's the the paddix and imagination at work there was no yeah, confederate I didn't think, money like,
0: i didn't think i read that part
1: i didn't mean to i didn't. I don't mean to ruin the story by <laughs> calling that out but uh that is that those are the details that are untrue the rest of it's true she's 60 he is 37 so that's an age difference she must have known you know if it if it seems too good to be true Maybe it's too good to be true. Well You're maybe 60. he was
0: hideous though.
1: Maybe he was. His name's uh what is of, it? Levon Le- Le- Levon, Levon Bekradzi. Uh his name is hideous. hmm But uh I don't know if he's hideous. He's down in Sheep's Head Bay. That's a that's like a Russian area. He's an old Russian lady.
0: What twenty three years age difference?
1: And and do Russian ladies hold up that well? They hold up.
0: I think Russian ladies either hold up really well or not at all.
1: Mm hmm. I'm Russian, so Oh, is your background Russian? Mhm. Okay. Well, how old are you? Old. I'm, I'm 60. 79. <laughs> <laughs> I'm her. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, a forgotten borough woman says she was stabbed and that her 11-year-old son got a cut on his hand. The woman was drinking all night, which officials say led to the early morning attack. The 42-year-old woman was drinking all night in her apartment. At the Richmond Terrace houses, and her thirteen uh, years younger boyfriend was with her. After a skirmish, the man went to bed, and the woman and son ran off to the hospital. Uh, aside from a small cut on the boy's hand, no injuries were reported. Charges were pending.
0: That's horrible.
1: hmm Yeah, I'd say so. What do you? It's 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 horrible. What do you mean that this guy's being accused of stabbing somebody?
0: <laughs> the kid? No, the um. I think it's uh oh, it's so bad that now the kid has to realize that that's what life is like for a lot of people
1: it's yeah well i mean you know he lives in the richmond houses so he's not it's not like he's got a lot of illusions you right know? there's uh, uh i mean like first first no santa claus i live in a <laughs> no freaking, tooth fairy no tooth fairy and now this monster this this monster who's raising me uh, as this guy over yeah
0: that guy's really like right between their ages too
1: oh yeah he splits the he splits the middle 29 year old mm-hmm. boyfriend 42 year old woman. What's up with all the cougars in today's episode? A 40 year old dollar store worker was in critical condition after a bloody attack in a Brownsville 1718 dollar store where the employee worked. He got his neck slashed by an overzealous dollar store shoplifter, ready to add family dollar neck slasher to his criminal resume. 20 year old 21-year-old William Clifton, he had a birthday in the time it took me to get that sentence <laughs> out, alleged slasher, walked into the family dollar with a woman around 2.30 p.m., probably a first date, because mm-hmm. I know when I have a first date, I go, you know what, there's a family dollar in dollar Brownsville, store. and uh, sometimes I like to go take things from there without paying for them, Well, because that's what this guy was. He was a known shoplifter. It's exciting. You're a 21-year-old known shoplifter. At a dollar store. At the family dollar, and-
0: like set your sights higher if you're going to shoplift.
1: Well, how about if you're going to get your neck slashed? If you're gonna, if you're going to fight for your for your job, which this guy did, he recognized him. He asked him to leave. Words turned to violence. Whenever they say something like "words turned to violence," mm-hmm. that means that the guy who got cut started it.
0: You think? Absolutely. Because they're siding with the okay.
1: Because yeah, that's a sensationalized thing. They don't want to say like some guy kind of got what was coming to him. <laughs> <laughs> After a
0: store employee tried to push him out.
1: Yeah, so yeah, the, 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 the store employee got what was coming to him. Uh, if words turn to violence means what I think that it means. But at any anyway, rate- he's slashing
0: I, I, your throat, that's so,
1: ugh. Well, you know, slashings are just, not they're not what they used to be. They're not. They're not the big deal they once were. Well, because now we have guns. It's like a handshake. No, <laughs> no not. that's why there's so many slashings. It's gun control. It is. It's so hard to get a gun in New York City that people just cut each other.
0: They're I gonna do something.
1: I don't think it's as hard as people think it is. You
0: know, to get a gun. Mm-mm.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I, you can't just go to the store and buy one like you can down south. Right. Like I could. I could. I could go to you know a, a store and say i would like one gun please i mean
0: like illegally i think it's pretty easy to get a gun oh well that's yeah illegally i mean sure. nobody gets them legally do they in the south and here in they the do south. too
1: you can get a gun legally here but you have to be like uh, you have to have a real good fucking reason like i carry home half a million dollars every night and uh, i need to guard that money
0: and you have to go through classes and do like what you should be doing.
1: Yeah, you have to learn to twirl it around, you mm-hmm. know, and swirl it. And put it and back in the put holster. Put it back together. Yeah, you have to be able to take it apart and put it back together. In 30 seconds. Yeah, or less. And you have to know how to blow the smoke out of the barrel. And There's say... Lo- uh, you have to know where to shoot somebody. Here's
0: looking at you. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the thing.
1: Here's you know what? At you. Look. Here's looking <laughs> at your wound. That's how it should have ended. <laughs> that's a real tough thing to say. Here's looking at you. I mean, Wait, what's I the mean uh, make my day. Yeah. How many do Are you I have feeling left? Lucky? Are you feeling lucky? I just shot you. <laughs> so you're probably not. Well, this 21-year-old is arrested, and uh, that uh, he's charged. He's Clifton, William Clifton. 21-year-old William Clifton. Don't go out with him. Of Bedlam Crime Essent, faces Faces uh, felony assault, uh, weapon possession, and other charges a bronx man was found dead in his estranged wife's apartment Oy. the 41 year old man died after being stabbed in the chest police suspect jealous rage was the motive his 34 year old wife had been seeing another man both were found stabbed to death uh, in in the woman's uh 141st street apartment near third avenue in mott uh in well, sorry, in, in mott uh, what's the fucking, what's what is, what's the next part of that mott what my haven <clears throat> Mott haven before 8 a.m that's what happened. What do you think of that yeah, story?
0: I think that uh, they were going through a divorce. She yeah. had every right to date everybody else that she wanted to.
1: Well, they were separated. They weren't divorced. He
0: shouldn't have had the keys to her place, I think.
1: Did he have the keys?
0: I mean, he got in somehow. Well, I guess he could have not. They had two kids.
1: He probably still had stuff there. He was the father of their children. He's but if, dead.
0: But I think they had a history of violence.
1: Obviously. Uh, you know, I I, I think... That I recall in the story, that it said they, they seem like a nice couple.
0: Yeah, neighbors said that they seem like a nice, like the whole family seemed nice.
1: Yeah, nice by you know Mott Haven standards. Right. I love the Bronx by the way. It's, it's the Bronx is it's the home of hip hop. It's uh, it's it's uh, it's it's the home of hip hop, and it's also the birth. It's the birthplace of hip hop, and it's the home of the Botanical G, <laughs> and Pelham Bay P and uh you know uh, what what do you call that guy who who had the story of bronxdale at chaz palmentary
0: oh i was thinking fiveful
1: fiveful what's that the mouse home of Fifal. uh we like to discuss the mascots the most illegal immigrant the mostly <laughs> they're not the most illegal <laughs> but they're That's the mostly totally illegal immigrant entertainers who make their <laughs> living In the most desperate place on Earth, Times Square, where every square inch is lit up like a January Christmas tree. Sure, it's pretty, but what's the point? We did that already. It's
0: unbelievable. Walking there at night, it feels like the middle of the day.
1: A man dressed as Batman, arrested for stealing $50 from a tourist. Hold on! Since when is it against the law to steal from tourists? Some of these comedy clubs are going to be in trouble. Especially in Times Square. Do you know? What it cost to buy two drinks? Neither do the tourists. <laughs> but uh, it's not cheap. Jose Escalona Martinez, 42-year-old Cape Crusader, posed with two Emerald Isle tourists. Welcome from Ireland. When he just grabbed the money and ran. So sometimes a blunt instrument works best, I guess. It's not like he finessed it out of them like, like the rest of these people I think he was trying you
0: know? to charge them $50 for the picture.
1: Yeah, that was his way of right? saying this is what it costs. And then he just grabbed the money. Uh, and they didn't want to pay him. And uh, why would they? Why would why would you want $50?
0: $50 for a picture with a fake Batman? No, well, when yeah. the it, real Batman if... lives right here in the city. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, a group calling itself Better Times Square tweeted, a dark night for Gotham when fake Batman is led away in cuffs. Yeah. I guess they must, they must have been rooting for him to get away with it. You think? They don't want him led away in cuffs. That's the sad part.
0: <laughs> I feel like if you're working in Times Square as a character and you haven't at one point been led away in cuffs, then you're not doing it right.
1: You, you really haven't really you haven't proved yourself yet as a true mascot Mm-mm. charged with grand larceny and possession of stolen property in violent Brooklyn. Bay Ridge pigeons and squirrels are on edge. An unknown person has been sneaking around before dawn in order to poison animals. I'm not a particular animal lover, especially I not love squirrels animals. or you like squirrels and pigeons.
0: I think pigeons are flying rats, but I don't mind rats,
1: but you don't mind rats. So it's not, so you don't mean it as a pejorative.
0: I guess I don't mind. Yeah, I, lo- I like animals.
1: Well, I'm not a particular animal ever, but anything that I have to get up before dawn to kill is going to live a long and full life. <laughs> that's an animal that will get it. It's going to have a chance to check off his bucket list. That's going to be a squirrel who will have to confront his own bucket list and fail or succeed on his own resolve to embrace life or lean on its futility to excuse his shortcomings. That squirrel's going to be like, I want to try a cashew before mm-hmm. I die. Mm-hmm. I, want to get a ba- I want to get a bag of those cashews from the nuts for nuts cart. Yeah. Just once I want to put all my nuts in a big pile and eat the whole pile in October. I'm not trying to be morbid, but I'm near in the end of the average life expectancy <laughs> for a gray squirrel. Ew, whatever that is. And what's that green what, pellet? What am I burying nuts for? You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought poisoned. it was
0: sad. They killed cats and a dog. Well,
1: it started in August. And since then, a hundred birds, a few squirrels, a dog, and four stray cats have been killed. My God, did you hear that? Not only is this psychopath poisoning animals, he poisoned the stray cats also animals i mean sure they smoked they beat on trash cans late at night yeah let they left pomade streaks everywhere mm-hmm. they were up to no good but that to, dog the band the stray cats is the joke you understand oh. and the dog yeah what about the dog what about that dead dog here's I think the you deal po- i
0: feel like if you're if you're poisoning cats it's like step one and then step two is is onto the humans
1: Well, that's not what I think. I think that he's trying to ensure a high quality of life for his neighbors in (laughs) Brooklyn because what you have is 100 dead birds, right? So um, do you know how much shit 100 birds makes?
0: A lot, but probably not even close to what just one toddler makes.
1: Well, you can't poison a toddler. And I'll tell you something, a toddler shit doesn't drop onto my fucking glasses How while many- I'm reading a newspaper in the park.
0: That sounds real and if it, specific. And if
1: it does, <laughs> <laughs> then that's kind of your fault, you know, don't read your paper under a fucking toddler. How many times
0: have you been shit on by a bird?
1: You know, it's 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 not the point. Okay, so none. It's it's that like if you see a bench that's covered with bird shit, mm-hmm. then you go because this isn't about me personally. I don't care. Right. 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 I, I I don't have an axe to grind with the pigeons and the birds and the, and the fucking bird shit. But if you see a bench that's covered with bird shit, you're going to well, I'm not going to sit there. Now, I can say the reason I don't get shit on more by birds is because I recognize the warning signs and I can see it coming. You can that's a corner you can see around, you know, like a, I'll say there's a park right up there on 72nd in Amsterdam and, and it's very nice. But there's branches that hang over those benches, and you if you want, if and if you want to get your hot dog shit on, that's a good place to sit.
0: Oh, wouldn't that be the worst if you didn't know it happened?
1: No, well, like, is
0: this just more the, relish? I
1: mean, would it, would it? How bad would it be? Because, like, uh, you know, if you didn't know it, and uh, and you ate it, I wonder how much bird shit everybody eats. You probably eat a certain amount of bird. Well, shit. I mean, if you're already eating a hot dog. You clearly don't care. Yeah, I think it says on the label that that there's some bird shit in there. There is. There's a. It's like it's 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 a, it's like they express it as a, as like a, a decimal point. It's a fraction. It's it's a very small amount of bird shit. But the 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 FDA allows them a little bit of bird shit. Ninety eight
0: point zero.
1: It's uh yeah, ninety eight point zero. <laughs> it's ninety eight percent bird shit. Over a hundred. Probably bird shit would be better for you than what's in the hot dog. I don't it think bird be. bird shit has not been proven it's, to unless cause it's, heart uh, disease. Vienna beef, that's a good dog. Vienna beef might be a good dog. Any kind of cured meat causes cancer. They know, right? And uh, they have like the, the dogs that I get are the fucking what do you call that papaya dog, Chelsea dog, the fucking gray's papaya. They got a few different names. Oh, those they, can't be good. Well, what I, you know what it was is there was a there was I guess there must have been a monopoly on papaya juice that the city broke up because now they're all different. And you don't get that consistency. But Seventy Second Street in Amsterdam, when you want a hot dog in New York City, go there, buy two hot dogs and a and a pina colada, because I switched, (laughs) and it's still under six dollars. And those dogs have a they got a they got a natural casing, Mm -hmm. and uh, there's a snap to it when you bite into it. I don't like the dirty water things. Do you ever get a hot dog here?
0: No, not yet.
1: Well, don't do it. I'm a little nervous to do it. Well because you're from chicago and the hot dogs are better yeah. i'll say it your your hot dogs are better we have, chicago. we have
0: our hot dogs on on point
1: what is the now see when i have a chicago hot dog it's like a relish and there's like a cucumber on there and like some it's zucchini a, just
0: a really long pickle
1: yeah really long <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh there's uh, a tomato on there a little piece of tomato some tomato there? a little yeah. onion mustard and- you can, and, uh, do, it's on, you it's can it's do. on a celery, a celery mustard. seed uh, bun.
0: Bun, and it's it's phenomenal.
1: Yeah. Well, they, we if don't have those here. If you're gonna get
0: cancer by hot dog, I would go Chicago dog over New York.
1: I, I I'd say that that the uh, the food to to get obese, heart disease, and cancer all all those things you're better off in Chicago. Yeah. Also, if you want to get shot, you're better off in Chicago now. Absolutely. You guys, or I say you guys, you're you're living here now, but you're where you're from. The, the shootings are out of control. And I think the racism is worse in Chicago. It's it's horrible. Very it's, well, segregated. I think it's
0: the most segregated city in America. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure.
1: And, and and they never get credit, you know, the same way that like Birmingham gets, you know. That's like what's really cities of racism, you know. I th- I feel like it's starting to come out a lot
0: more now that videos are surfacing of cops just shooting, you know, kids that are
1: walking down the street. They even segregate among white people. Oh yeah, like there's Polocks here uh-huh. and the Irish here, and then there's like a neighborhood for like German descent and stuff right. like that. It's like all the like you white have people, that and then and then there's you know. You think what? seemed everywhere else in the country, once black people came in, they're just like, oh yeah, fuck it, we're all together, right? <laughs> Chicago, they kept it, they kept so segregated, so segregated. But they by kept every, the races. literally
0: every neighborhood is is a different nationality.
1: Yeah, it, it which would be nice, you know, uh, in a perfect world. when Just complete segregation. <laughs> horrible. I'm staying right here. <laughs> yes. Well, this guy, there's a guy here that's pretty damn upset here about these dead animals. I mean, you know, uh, there's a community leader who's advocating for them. Thank God. Community leader, not an elected position, by the way. It's just a self-appointed dipshit. Mm-hmm. Distressed community leader, 24-year-old Brian... Baglioni," he said it's animal genocide we must we just want to find out who's doing it spoken spoken like a true millennial by the way genocide is animal genocide Genocide.
0: i think that might be a gross misuse (laughs) of that word
1: no it's (laughs) genocide it's it's isn't some disgruntled local who hates sitting on a. Bird shit covered park <laughs> benches genocide. This is about 110 animals. 100. That's a genocide. Almost all of them birds. Couple the guy, squirrels. The guy hates birds. Um, You hear the typing. We're in the newsroom here. <laughs> <laughs> News whore Mandy Statmiller trying to make a deadline. Animal genocide. I'm guessing this is a guy who doesn't let the exterminator come in his apartment.
0: No, he can't. Do you know why? Because
1: it's genocide.
0: Cause he has all these carcasses hung up.
1: Oh, you think he's the guy? I think he's, Wouldn't that, I be think the perfect that there's story? so
0: many more than just 100 animals. I think that those are the ones that he wasn't able to get before people found him. And he wasn't able just, to sweep them up in time. Yeah. You're just going to find when he dies, like thousands of animal carcasses.
1: Well, when they, if, they, if it's going to be discovered by anybody, it'll be the NYPD animal cruelty investigation squad. First of all, yes, there is one. Good. And the NY, uh, the New York post uh, quotes a distressed community leader again he says uh he says that he and his group well here's what it is he and his group have been uh plastering flyers around the neighborhood right and here's what the flyer says warning animals are being poisoned in bay ridge by the way this has uh animal corpse photos are are on the messages are are on the flyers Uh, in bay ridge Cats, squirrels and birds are suffering extremely painful deaths we need your help three exclamation points According to Baglioni near, like I said, hundred birds, four stray cats. Uh this is all these are his numbers, by the way. So you know, if hundred birds. It's him? I really think it could be him. This is all between eighty eighth street and ninety third street from from fourth to Bay Ridge Avenue. Now an old woman's dog died after eating something off the ground, probably a poisoned bird.
0: My dog eats stuff off the ground all the time. I have to go under her mouth and dig it out. It's hard to catch that.
1: Well, uh, you know i guess if you eat something off the ground you might die from it in new york city or anywhere Mm -hmm. he set up a camera on his fire escape he captured pre-dawn video in january of a man knocking down a bird feeder with a pole then mixing the bird seed uh from the feeder with antifreeze right you know look it was in january he probably figured these birds are cold (laughs) let me Put some antifreeze in here. Right, right. Maybe he's just uh, like a really dumb guy.
0: I think antifreeze tastes good to, to Pat. It tastes like sugar. Does it? It's sweet to animals, it tastes sweet. Maybe to humans, too. We should try it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's utterly disturbing and malicious, Baglioni said. There is no reason to kill those animals. Whatever he's doing is just wrong on so many fronts. That's how he sounds. He is a lifelong neighborhood resident, and he's a great guy and a great citizen. What a great New Yorker, you know? Someone who has, who is also- <laughs> I like him. Someone someone said, what has it been sprinkling boric acid and glass pieces on cat food that neighbors leave for- out? Okay, he said, he said that someone has also been sprinkling boric acid and glass pieces in cat food that neighbors leave for outdoor felines. Outdoor felines? is a very, very generous way to describe these feral cats who who are. Uh, they're a menace. Let's face it like uh, it's in one story. you're Well, these feral cats are really a problem. What are we going to do? And then next story here? Well, someone's poisoning the fucking outdoor felines. Well, there's a solution to these problems, you see. And when you put out food for outdoor felines, mm-hmm. you know what you get? A lot of outdoor felines. Kind of, oh, let's go get that food. Right now, you have children around; they're they're dealing in, with all these fucking animals, you know, and shit. And you got the, you know, uh, I I think feral cats. Uh, you know, it's not something that it's cat bait. They're putting it out. Uh, you know, you, you shouldn't do that. I don't think it's fair to the rest of the neighborhood that like uh, to, so when 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 you put out food like that to uh, to attract a, a large cat population. That's gonna do nothing. You know what they're gonna do? Well, it's a meat you're, market. You're doing Is they're gonna it for meet there, their... sake
0: of like putting them, getting capturing them and putting them in a whatever.
1: Yeah, of course. But they're not. They're just saying we like kitties. They're hungry, I'm and they put out them. some cat food. He's just a hungry kitty. Let's put out some food. And then uh, you like the the way it feels to give food to an to an animal, mm-hmm. but you gotta think of the consequences because they're gonna start meeting there and they're gonna start fucking. And you have a lot of cat fucking going on. Right. You know, in Brooklyn, uh, police were called to investigate a mysterious suitcase in a parking lot <laughs> on Wyeth Avenue. And they arrived to find the suitcase. They opened it inside. You know what there was? Kittens. Yeah. Seven
0: kittens. How happy would you be to find a suitcase full of seven kittens right. when six Do, of them are alive? Yeah.
1: Don't cut the red wire. Oh, it's a cat. <laughs> They got the whole bomb squad out and everything. Yeah. If you see something, say something. And it turns out to be seven kittens, six of them alive. Uh, they were in a suitcase, obviously trying to get the hell out of violent Brooklyn, trying to stow away to avoid being poisoned. Mm-hmm. I think these cats just packed themselves up in, in in somebody's luggage. Right. Well, one was dead, which is suspicious. And of course, I'm paranoid, but they don't mention the dead kitten's race.
0: I think, and this is just from memory. He was uh, gray.
1: <laughs> he was a space kitty. Well, I don't know why anybody would take six cats, seven cats, and put them into a suitcase and leave them in a parking lot on Wyth Avenue.
0: Yeah, they, they should have just given it to the mom that drowned her toddler.
1: Was it some sort of a, uh, yeah, to cheer her up? Oh no. There's a suitcase I was thinking full cuz
0: people drown cats all the time.
1: You think she just needed to drown something?
0: Mhm.
1: You know, you you really should be uh that was in law the worst enforcement. Thing I've you ever should said. be you should be a criminologist of some sort, <laughs> you know what I mean? I think. Cause, no, that's a good what, you, what your instincts are sound. You're like, how do I connect this back to something earlier since we're nearing the end of the hour? We want to bring it full circle and uh and and you went for it and it was a bit of a Hail Mary. And uh <laughs> I think that it's. I, I, I think it was incomplete, but I think there was mm-hmm. a pass interference call that puts right. us on the one yard line. I do first and goal Let's with kick it in. Probably maybe ten minutes uh, to go, so I think we got a good shot of punching it in. Yes, uh, these uh, these kittens. Uh, yeah, they uh, they were. In, maybe it was a ransom, a ransom you know payment what? of some sort. Someone was bribing somebody. Yeah, and,
0: and like, now a a man has come forward to send them all to college. <laughs> <because>. <laughs> That's
1: right. Not only do they get homes, <laughs> full college tuition. And computers. No. What we need to do is take some of these uh, these homeless people and do something about that. Like, I mean, if they're going to put out food for the cats, why don't put yeah. out food for the homeless, you know? Stand there and hand out dollar bills and see what kind of crowd you attract. Mm-hmm. Officials huddled at City Hall to discuss a problem called Sonia Gonzalez. Aye. I pronounce it. Sonia Gonzalez. Her block-long caravan of carts and junk was a street-clogging collection of trash on wheels. The decision rested with Mayor de Blasio, and you know, when the decision rests with Mayor de Blasio, decisive action will be taken. That's what happened in the matter of the Hell's Kitchen order, giving the order to Paul Visconti, the assistant chief of cleaning operations at the Department of Sanitation, who went to the scene along with reps from the Department of Homeless Services and Police Inspector John B. Hart, commanding officer of the Midtown North Precinct. All these men taking their victory lap in the trashing Of this old bitch's stuff. So much stuff. It took this hoarder years to put together the junk train of 20 grocery carts, 14 laundry carts, eight suitcases, none containing kittens, two large crates, and a dolly. They took her damn dolly.
0: They took the dolly. (laughs) They took the dolly.
1: Only 90 minutes it took to wipe it off the city sidewalk like a 264-foot dog turd. While she stood
0: there crying...
1: Oh yeah, and fucking swearing at them as well, telling them that they were—they were. They were oh, you're wrong. You don't listen. Yeah, take what you need and go. Hart told Gonzalez as so she tried to squirrel away as many items as she could. The I blood, wonder
0: what she went for.
1: Oh, everything. She's like, it's like the jerk. The end of the jerk, you know. And he's mm-hmm. like, I need this it's remote <laughs> control, and I need the goes. I to need nothing, this cup.
0: All these newspapers. Like, I wonder what she would have gone for.
1: The dolly clearly would have been a go-to. A smart she move. Like, oh, A woman needs her dolly. They got rid of everything except a duffel bag and... uh, Full of money. (laughs) That's the the whole thing. She had all this cash. (laughs) Uh, It says, outreach teams have been working to build trust with this client and help bring her to to shelter for years. And she's been known to the city since 2009 and has for several years refused to engage with the outreach team. She'll tell them to leave her alone. Well, that's her right. Mm Mm-hmm. She was injured. allowed to keep only items that had some sort of medical life sustaining value. So, nothing. That's
0: it. <laughs> yeah. That's horrible. But
1: they said, you take whatever you need and go. But we're throwing all this shit away. And you know, of course, that's what needs to happen. You know, I have a, a there's an attorney who comes on the show, Jim Poke. Attorney Jim Poke, who is a lawyer for the defense. You know, he does okay. And he uh, he was telling me that, you, that when they came along and got rid of the, these people's, like, cardboard shanties and the shit like that, you know, mm. they, that, like, some of them sued. And he said, they, you know, that's they got a little bit of money for it. He's, where he speculated on how much money he thought they could get. I thought they were only asking for, like, $1,500. That's <laughs> suing, it. They were suing for $1,500. Yeah, and and really, you know, that's worth. It's way more than the, their cardboard boxes and their fucking you know pile of underwear and shit. Yeah, newspapers they could get
0: and, uh, some some good shelter for a little while. Yeah, they could do yeah, that. They, they could get,
1: it. get a, they could get a night at the plaza,
0: or strippers.
1: Strippers, or you know, um, maybe they could buy some uh, shopping carts, start their own caravan. But
0: is a night at the plaza fifteen hundred dollars? It
1: is. Yeah. I think they start at fifteen hundred dollars. Oh, maybe they don't start at that. That's that's like Spitzer when he goes to get a room there. That's what he pays. Yeah, yeah. He goes, he goes in styles. You know, you're in the wrong line of work if you want money. Amy Shanker, comedy. You can see her uh, sometimes at Desperation Tonight, which is at Caroline's. You know, let's face it. For the majority of time that this podcast will be up, all the shit will be over. So you're probably listening. You know, could be November and shit. You know, if you're listening, it's in November. Send me an email around the fuck patdixonnyc.com and uh, if you want to know more about Amy Shanker, well here's what you do go to crimereport.nyc we'll link you up with all the pertinent information about her and uh, you know what she's up to and shit like that I know you guys are curious subscribe to the show for free on iTunes and if you're a new fan don't forget to let us know with a five star rating we'll leave a little review and watch NYC Crime Report on Uh, kumia find out more at crimeaward.nyc amy uh thanks for being here thank you and thank you for listening to new york city crime i'd
0: like some penis